A I N M E N U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hi everyone and welcome to Main Menu for the 9th of June 2017. This is your co-host Jason Castingway. On this week's show, we're going to have a barbecue. So grab your soft drink of choice, sit back, and enjoy. Janine, Randy, and I will talk about technology and the new things we've come across recently. After that, Janine is going to review the Hook Audio headset with binaural microphones. We'll be back after this announcement. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everybody, to the main menu barbecue. Oh, look at Randy's got the pork rinds. Oh, man, pass those over here, will you? Okay, oh. just a second. It's a pretty mm. big barrel. Let's see. Oh, like- my God, a great big barrel. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I wonder if your uh, chew is daintier than mine. Let's see. Well, I wish, but uh, maybe I'll chew off my. Oh. oh yeah, she got a, she got a dainty chew. Here's mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How come I sound like a chipmunk? That's not right. <laughs> so today at the main menu barbecue, notice Jason is the only one of us who has any manners. Um. <laughs> for now (laughs) at the main menu barbecue we're going to be talking new tech for the summer and we're going to start out with mr pork rind himself he has his couch potato food ready because randy's going to talk tvs randy got a new tv tell us about it yeah hi everybody well if you were to actually know me uh personally you'd know that i don't go and spend a lot of money on tech stuff um, not that I don't want to, but, um, circumstances just don't permit it sometimes, but I managed to set aside a little extra because I knew something was in the works to start it off. I'll just explain that I did not have a TV that would support today's smart TV solutions. I had a, <laughs> well, you I had a cathode ray tube TV. <laughs> <I did. laughs> wow. And I also had uh, my cable box plugged into my Bose, and, and really we haven't had a screen for a long time. And I was working on something to do with accessibility for a certain cable company. And those of you that know me know what I'm talking about. Those of you who don't, I really can't say much more than that. But I'm working with a cable company for accessibility issues. And um, I needed something to test with. And a TV was brought up from downstairs that was not a smart TV but had HDMI inputs. I had it for... It was actually from this century, you mean. (laughs) Well, it was like 2005. (laughs) Literally. And that's that's old by today's standards, 2005 TVs. Mm -hmm. So it was brought up and it was tested with uh, the cable company and I got my work done that I needed to and then that went back downstairs and I had had nothing to show for it. And then a friend of mine, uh, a friend of ours, I should say, a friend of uh, ACB Radio's main menu show, Uh, came on and demonstrated, or will demonstrate, you guys haven't heard this yet, but you will, a Sony Brevia TV. And going forward from 2016 to, uh, you know, moving forward, it it really doesn't matter really what model you get because they have their own built-in accessibility and they use TalkBack for their 
screen reader. Uh, well, for one of the screen readers, the TV actually has two screen readers, a Sony and uh, TalkBack. And they're really good. It really works well. Wow. Uh, they've got all kinds of inputs and, uh, you know, all the latest stuff. And so I've got a bunch of stuff hooked up to it. And um, so uh, where to go from here? Well, Does, does it um, have the it, uh, third-party apps as well? Like Netflix and Hulu and all that. Yeah, you know, I haven't actually tried them <laughs> yet. I, but to answer your question, it will work mm-hmm. with them because they, uh, you can download the apps and they will work. But I got very intrigued because along with the TV, I bought an Amazon, <clears throat> an Amazon Fire Stick. And <gasps> the reason I'm saying that clearly is because we're, I'm in talks with Amazon now, um, and uh, I. <laughs> Have been talked uh, to about. Uh, well, let me let me just talk about my bedroom for a minute. That has no TV either. That's being piped through a, another Bose speaker, and you know that works okay. But the long and the short of it is that the cable company boxes are being phased out by the end of this year. It looks like, and everything will not have RCA jacks. It will have <laughs> HDMI inputs, and so there goes my sound. There goes my TV. So I had to get another TV, and I ended up ordering a. Uh, and by the way, I'm done spending now. Um, I was in talks with some of the Amazon guys, and that th- this is a serious answer. I, I really am. And they told me that we should expect to be blown away with their operating system because everything talks. And what is their TV called? It, that's called the Element ah, Fire yes. TV. Wow. Ooh. And I'm not telling anything that I shouldn't because it's public knowledge by now. Mm-hmm. The accessibility is not talked about much. As of early June, it's public knowledge, yes, but accessibility is not talked about much yet. And they are working on the page, which will include accessibility advice or notes, I should say, on the TV. I've done YouTube searches, I've done all kinds of searches, and there's just nothing there about it. There just isn't, and that's really not good. Something needs to happen, and it will. So if you guys are looking for a TV, it looks like the uh, Fire TV from Element is perhaps the choice that you may want to think about. Ooh, and what size screens does that come with? They go from 43 to 65. Wow. And I went with the 43 because, um, well, I didn't really need a, uh, anything. <laughs> I don't even need a 43 inch in here, but I mean, you know, that's, that's the smallest they would, they come in. So it's going to be standing on a, on my dresser. Nice. Uh, and nice. I don't have a, I don't have a play bar and I may not need one because according to people, the speakers are pretty good, but knowing me, like I know me, I. <laughs> I may get one, in. but uh, I would get a more inexpensive. Like the, I've seen some for like a uh, hundred and fifty bucks, and you know from from Amazon. And and if you go over to Mystic Access Podcast, there's a review on one, and I can't think of it at the moment. But if you look at later last year, which is 2016, you'll see it. And that might be the way I I go for a play bar, or I may not get one. I'm not sure. So the votes are out. You know still. Wow. That. Now, on your Sony, how hard was it to get it to talk out of the box? It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember the cell phone days when you had to advocate for yourself and things were in such of an uproar that you had to talk with 
friends. Uh, you had to educate each other. Uh, well, it's it's like this with TV now. If you get one of these Sony TVs and you, uh, well, I, I'm going to say it because you just need set help for uh, setting it up. I don't see any other way around it. Here's the really neat thing, though. I have a very, very good friend of mine. And uh, I'll, I'll mention his name. His name is Michael Loff. A lot of people have heard of Michael. Yeah. And I was able to, through FaceTime and through a friend of mine, we actually used FaceTime to get his TV talking. Ah. Otherwise, he, nice. they, they read his screen. Otherwise, it never would have talked. Well, I shouldn't say never, but let's just say it, it cut down his wait time uh, considerably. So he was able to uh, get the TV up and talking and... Uh, he only had to pay me $900. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting. Covered the cost of both of those new TVs, didn't yeah, you? Now I see. It. <laughs> so it's friends helping each other, and it's you know going back to the same sort of knowledge that we had with phones, You know, like I say, around 2005. I'm sure it's going to get better, but us early adopters have the stuff to contend with at this point in time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that is available now that wasn't then is all the updates you can just do over the air, you know, through your internet connected to the TV or the Wi-Fi or however that works. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't, you know, once it starts talking, um, you set them for automatic updates. You don't have to worry about getting the updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just happen, which is really cool. And what I'm hoping is that in one of those updates, they will institute some method for enabling the speech independently that would be great yeah i'm glad you brought that up because right now um the tv is running two screen readers it's running both sony and talkback and they enhance each other because the sony when you're going through menu items has a little a uh, little blip sound and some of the things that sony won't read talkback reads and vice versa um mm. So, you know, the screen readers work hand in hand, which is really weird. I mean, that is an interesting approach. I never would have thought of, you know, combining two products like that. That's quite Mm. interesting. And they use the same voice, which is, you know, which is interesting. You know, you shut one off and turn one on and you can't really tell except for the beeping that goes by when you're selecting items. Or I should say when you're going through items. Wow. Oh, wow. So hopefully it's a good voice. And we will hear a demo of this on Main Menu coming up, folks. So um, get excited. Not on this show, but uh, in, a, in a future show here soon, we will hear a demo of all of this. Because uh, Randy is our TV expert. and well, I don't you know, know about TV, expert. But <laughs> TV is still important. I mean, it's one of those things that finally it's becoming accessible. And I just want mm. the day when I can just turn it on, triple click or whatever, and it talks and I don't have to worry about it. And, oh, my gosh, we're getting there. Yeah, and this point in time, as I said, I'm, I'm in talks with Amazon. And I can't tell you how you enable or if you enable speech through the element fire tv i can't imagine that it would come up talking because if you look on youtube at some of these screen reading type devices like the fire stick you know you see things like my fire stick talks and i want it shut off i don't know why they even have would have it talking in the first place oh it's annoying and you have people swearing and stuff and so then they're given the opportunity to learn how to shut the screen reader off 
So that's the fire stick. I just can't imagine what it's like to actually turn it on or how to turn it on. But Janine, you're right. You know, the day will have to come when you'll be able to, you know, do some clicks or, or something uh, with your remote and, and have the screen readers activate because this is really frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Or you can do something like the Windows update process where it comes on and you do you want to use, you know, narrator and, mm. and Cortana to do this or no. And you can say yes or no at that point and voila. Yep. So the day will come, I'm sure of it. Just like everybody thought I was out of my mind when I said that uh, the Echo products, you'd be able to talk from one person to another using Wi-Fi. And they all thought I was crazy. Oh, and, you are crazy. Uh, However. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but what I said it actually came to pass about, what, three weeks ago? What, yeah. It's a marvelous thing. Yeah, which is, it's pretty amazing. And if you haven't tried that yet with your little cylindrical friend, um, do check it out in the Amazon app. You need to actually enable it and get it set up in the Amazon app. But thank goodness that's a lot more accessible too. And with convention coming up, we're going to be hearing from some of our convention sponsors and other folks from Amazon. And certainly the exhibit hall is the place to talk to them about a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You also got some other technology related to sound and audio recently. I'm afraid so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid so. I have one device that just came today from a friend of mine that I, I bought this device from. And uh, I really uh, have to stop because there's just there's no excuse for it anymore any, for buying. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to eat beans now for the next Oh, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so all I can say is y'all better watch out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I, a good uh, thing this is radio. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bought a uh, used, it was only a couple of months old, uh, Sonos Play Bar. And, and for those of you who don't know, it's a bar about three feet long with just excellent sound. You can u- either use your computer or you can use an Android or an iOS device to control um, other well, like different surround points of the speaker. You can uh, you can listen to uh, internet radio through it or music streaming services like Spotify or Apple Music and uh, yeah, even TV. Imagine that. Wow. <laughs> um, so you hook up you hook up an optical cable to it and in, into your TV, and then download the Sonos app, and then it's just a matter of setting it up, and away you go. They also offer a subwoofer, which I would love to own, but all all this stuff is really expensive. But the only thing that I would like to own are the two rear speakers, and they're called Play Ones, or you can put Play Threes in there. They're just a little bigger, but they would give you the the surround of movies. Uh-huh. As you're listening, because right now they're only front speakers. So, but TVs today support uh, Dolby 5.1 sound. Oh wow! And so you uh, can really turn your house into something amazing. I plan on turning it into <laughs> a Starship <laughs> Enterprise or or uh, part of an alien Starship uh, member. So yeah, that's that's what I've ended up with. And there's something to say for one who who, who is retired. You can watch TV and eat and. Hey. <laughs> you know, <I'll> <laughs> so how have you found the Sonos app? Is it pretty accessible? Have you had a chance to play around with it a lot yet? It, right, It's right behind me sitting in a box. It just came Ooh, this afternoon. Gotcha. So Ooh, well, we know what he'll you. be doing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. You'll probably hear it from where you guys are. Yeah. He'll be listening to Main Menu on his Sonos Play Bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they have pork rinds. We know that. Oh, they certainly do. 
That's a cue, I think, isn't it? You cannot go run. That's the cue. Go for it. What's up with you, Janine? Oh my gosh. Well, see, I too went a little tech crazy. Yes. And I too had to say, okay, that's enough. You must stop. No, you do not need the new Apple Watch band. No, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So I got a couple big tech things uh, over the past month. I got the Hook Audio Verse uh, binaural microphone headset. And I actually got two of them because I accidentally ordered two which I don't know what I was thinking, but I ordered one back at the beginning of the Kickstarter and it didn't come and it didn't come and it didn't come. So I put my order in again. I thought, okay, maybe it didn't take. I'll put my order in again. So like an idiot, I did that. And about oh, a month and a half ago, two boxes came in the mail. I, oh. Wow. Whoa. I have a review of this little device, which we will put in the show here. And um, I have to say, the more I work with it, the more I like it. And they have just updated the app uh, beginning of this week or last week. And the app update makes it so much more usable and such a happier experience. For me, the physical aspects of it, it doesn't fit me well. I'm a rare case, though. Because, Randy, you've heard from other folks who really like this device, too. So, I have a weird head. That's all I can figure is. <laughs> just, it just does not want to stay in my ears or on my head. But the quality of the recordings is really awesome. I mean, it's, uh, it's not a super high-end. I used to have a set of core uh, microphones, binaural microphones, that I used. I had a little Sony mini disc player recorder. It was like a field recorder. And that thing was great. And I had the core mics to go with it. And that was just amazing. These are not quite there in the audio realm. Um, they could probably use a little bit higher bitrate file. I think they use, what is it, 16, I believe. And right now they record in, I'm trying to remember if it's MP3 or MP4. Um, well, I'm not sure. Standard MP3. I, I would think it's a mm. standard MP3, but I have recordings that I pulled off there that were MP4, so I'm not sure. But, uh, and they don't sound bad. They certainly sound really, really nice. The headphones that come with this, it is a Bluetooth headset, and they're not bad. Um, they're not great. You don't want to listen to what you recorded on the headset. You want to listen to it on a better pair of headphones. But mm. if you put on a pair of headphones and you have that mic set right, you can tell when you're walking close to a wall. And I was listening to something I did today and I was walking up to my glass door on my patio and letting the dogs in and I actually flinched because I thought that wall was coming at me. Mm. So, um, yeah, uh, it wow. was uh, very interesting. So, and did you do that while the monitor was on? Is that how you were able to? Um... Um, I did it when I was playing it back, actually. Oh, weird. Um, when I did the flinch part yeah. because um, it sounded that good. Now, if I were playing it through the hook first headphones, that I wouldn't really get that kind of sense of it. That's oh, the so only... you weren't actually moving. You were just playing back, right? Yeah, I was just playing back oh, and I wow. actually flinched when oh, I did it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's um, you can make some very neat recordings with it. The other really cool thing is that it has a separate microphone, so it directs the audio to the the microphones on the headset and doesn't take over your system microphone. So you can actually use your iPhone. You can even dictate using Siri and dictating and Facebook and and Messenger and do texts and all that stuff while you're recording, and so that's nice. Now. 
I did try to use it to do a demo of my other piece of tech that I got. That didn't go so well, <laughs> but <laughs> um, because the headphones sort of took over and it was kind of a tangle of, of technology. But the other piece of tech that I got was the Iris system. And back this winter, we had uh, Nick GDC on, and he talked about being an IRA explorer. You've probably heard a lot about the IRIS system um, from CSUN and different places. I have to say, it's neat. It is right now rather costly. There is a $99 deposit that you put down, and that's refundable. And then they have different plans. And so different amounts, um, I'm paying right now $89 a month, and I get 200 minutes for that with an agent. And the agents are specially trained. And it's like having a, a sighted person there who actually knows what they're doing. <laughs> um, and I love some of the volunteer services, like, you know, Be Specular and Be My Eyes. There are some great volunteers there. Um, however, they don't remember you. They don't have all your stats there. You know, they don't remember how you like directions given or things like that. Um, they also can't save things for you and then send them to you. And that's really cool. So the rig comes with a pair of glasses. Well, it's actually a frame for glasses. And on the right side of the frame is a stem for the, the glasses that goes back behind your ear. And then the camera the actual Google Glass camera is mounted on the upper right. So you kind of have to realize that things that it sees are kind of over to your right. And they do a whole training with you on how to hold your head, how to move. And the agents are really good about explaining, okay, you need to look up a little bit. You need to move to your right a little bit, etc. And so that really works out well. You can also use your phone camera, although that's not quite as good for like uh, when you're moving, walking around places. That's primarily for when you're doing close work, like scanning something or reading a label. And then you get this MiFi device. <laughs> and the MiFi device is for when you're out and about and you need Wi-Fi. Um, they have them for AT&T. And if you don't have good AT&T coverage, I believe they have one for Verizon too. Um, the MiFi is a little tricky. It's a little touchy. Right now I'm treating it like a piece of china <laughs> um, because it's a little touchy, but I've had fairly good luck with mine. The only bad thing about the MiFi device that they're using now, and they are looking to at other kinds of things for this, is that it doesn't say anything. There's no auditory cues at all from this thing when it's turned on, et cetera, et cetera. The good thing about that, though, is you can get the agent on the phone and they can interact with you using the phone and make sure that the MiFi device is working okay. And the technical support people can do the same. So it's actually a really well thought out product. I haven't taken it out and about into the wilds yet, but my big adventure today, I have some birds that are up in my spouting which is not where you want birds to be. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I kept telling my husband, we've got birds nesting up there. I know there's a nest up there. Well, every time I would hear them and call him, he would come out, there would be nothing. He couldn't see them. <laughs> he said, well, I'm gonna have to get up on a ladder. So tonight I got my glasses out and I got the agent on the phone and I said, okay, let's see if you can see this from you know 
me walking around and looking up at my spouting. And sure enough, he could. He saw the birds flying in and out. He took some pictures of where the nest is. And now we have a plan to get them out. So that was like, oh, thank you. Very cool. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty neat. And then I got a desk lamp. I bought it on Amazon. I just needed a little cheap desk lamp, little LED lamp. Little did I know that the controls were completely flat, except for a very, very faint label on them. And so I called the agent and said, help, how does this thing work? Well, it turns out that it is a touch control that you barely slide your finger over to turn the light on and off and to change the colors. I would never have figured that out. ever without the agent he sat there with took us about 10 minutes to figure out the whole thing and get it set up the way i liked it and for me to figure out you know how much pressure you put on the on off button and all of that to get it to work but um that was a huge help so our next adventure may be wiring a plug here (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see we'll see if i get into that are you going to use the device to, you know, wire your 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 headboard? Um, <laughs> yes, I'm plug. going to wire my headboard. I'm, uh, we're putting in a, a a an outlet in the headboard of our bed that's got USB ports in it, and it's got a couple plugs in it, and you know, my, my dear spouse Kent can show me how to do the wiring. And uh, it, we we laugh about uh, wanting to do one of these. Larry has a great show uh, around the house here on. ACB radio and he did a whole section on how to wire a plug and uh, you know rewire an outlet and I, I said oh I'll just pull that up that'll be easy you know yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I figured you know maybe I'll have the agent just help me a little bit with this type of outlet box that we got to see if there's anything special about it that I need to know so we'll see I'm looking forward to walking around with this thing and going someplace you know like Home Depot and uh, shopping with it you know, we'll no, see you if might the want Wi-Fi to kill two birds up. with one stone. And <laughs> while you're uh, wiring, you, you may want to uh, hold a pork chop in your mouth and a piece of bread. So <laughs> there you go. Have I could a just massive surge. <laughs> that way, if I get if I get fried, at least there'll be something good coming out of it. <laughs> You'll have toast and a pork chop all ready to go. Oh, oh <laughs> that's what I think oh. of the need gentlemen <laughs> that's right i was gonna say you turn the power off before i start working honey really i i know that you have lots of life insurance on me but <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all of my tech at this point although jeez <laughs> although oh man there was that apple event jason there was uh-huh. and you know what's bizarre about that is that I actually forgot that it was happening that day and it was somebody who said something and I'm Apple event oh my god so I (laughs) said I need to tune in so sure enough I managed to catch it and I was surprised as soon as I went to apple.com it just started playing I didn't have to go find it or anything it was just right there wow and they can um, read your mind you know yeah exactly they do have that capability (laughs) I got that new touch ear pods it it happens (laughs) yeah I got that new touch bar equipped laptop that have all sorts of little sensors on there that (laughs) do all the work (laughs) I listened to to it on TWIT Ah, and, okay. Uh, Leo Laporte wasn't on there. They had some other guy on there. Uh, but oddly enough, um, there was l- very little talking done. And there wasn't uh, as much uh, knocking and cutting down of uh, <laughs> certain devices and people. And, oh, and not okay. that I mind that because, you know, I mean, 
Uh, for those that know me well know, I really hate sarcastic uh, talk. Oh, and, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I, no. I don't like wow, that. Wow, I never will. Oh, <laughs> so that's why I don't listen to the open before. No, I, I found it interesting because there wasn't a lot of talking and you could actually hear Tim and all the guys. Um, and that was, you know, it was very interesting. And they put in comments that were actually... Um, I got to watch it here because Leo might be listening, but no, they were, I mean, the, you know, Leo does a great job and everything is, you know, it's, everything's explained well. And so is this, it's just a different approach. So what struck you, Jason, from the things that were featured and, and there were a lot of accessibility things, as I understand it, that weren't even really talked about. Yes. From what I read that, uh, there were, accessibility bullets um, coming up on on screens as the presenting was happening and um, but it wasn't talked about so which I think is kind of funny doesn't that kind of defeat the yeah. purpose oh, of and yeah. yeah especially a the one bit about of, braille <laughs> yeah you know braille input and all you know uh, type to Siri and you know some of these interesting sounding and you know we can only speculate because it was just that one bullet point but I guess they can say hey we we showed it on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But one of the things that jumped out at me, um, initially they were talking about Mac OS, and um, I found that there were points during the show where there was a little levity, and I thought that was amusing because uh, they were talking about the new operating system or the new version and what they would call it. And he said, well, we went we call the last one Sierra, but we explored high C the high Sierras and um, our uh, people came back to us and said, well, we're going to call it High Sierra. And he said, it really is fully baked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so oh. so uh, I, I was just like, okay. But um, this may sound kind of lame to some who are looking for more features, but one feature that's coming that I really appreciate is in Safari, and it's the ability to just mute all of those auto-playing websites um there's some that i can think of that come right to mind but oh, you go there oh, hallelujah and I like they, that. they start playing when you're trying to navigate and do all sorts of or just read even just read an article and it has always annoyed me to no end and i'd have to go and mute the tab or something well now it'll just do it i won't have to do anything so yeah, i'm thrilled it's a setting you can set and forget Yes. Because thanks to one of your uh, macadamia tips, I, I figured out how to do it. But, you know, this you can just set it and forget it. Yay. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about that. I know there are some other things they demonstrated with um, speed and graphics and things like that. Um, I don't know. I know all of you have reviewed it as well. Was there anything in particular about macOS that, that uh, jumped out at you? I didn't see anything particular with the Mac OS at this point. I didn't pay as much attention to that. Yes. <laughs> now, I hear that Siri is uh, getting a facelift, which is uh, which is interesting. Well, I hope so. And a form. Yes, well, an actual maybe a physical form. form. Yeah. She's, oh, I didn't hear that. What, what happened there? Oh, yes. Oh. She will be, um, let's see, she'll be cylindrical also. Yes. Oh, 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 yes, of course, the uh, the HomePod. Yes, HomePod. Yeah. And that, you know, because we, we have the Amazon cylindrical friend, initially I'm thinking, mm, 
I don't know. But, you know, I have to admit, part of me is intrigued because it has that technology that determines what kind of space it's in and, and makes the sound appropriate for that space. Um, I have a feeling it's going to sound very good. Um, yeah, I think yeah, so. I do too. But I think, you know, uh, I think right now, unless they really do something, I think it's kind of a, a little too late, you know. Um, yeah, it's going to be really hard, you know, for three, four hundred dollars to justify kind of that price for if it mm-hmm. doesn't do something totally amazing or well, sound. Considering when you can amazing. go buy a dot for, you know, I got my last dot for thirty seven dollars. I mean, oh, my on. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I will be curious. So I'll probably get to the store and check one out um, at least to see w- what the deal is. Um, it's supposed to have a. Um, I think he called it even like your own musicologist sort of built in and will, I guess, based on music discovery or things you have played, uh, play things you haven't heard before, kind of. But uh, I really don't know how that works, and it, it'll be kind of interesting to see that. But You guys want to hear something interesting that I found in Windows 10? What's that? Ooh. Well, as I was opening up a context menu, uh, not contacts, but context menu, on a uh, YouTube link, I uh, and and also another one um, with a uh, Winamp playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, I open up the context menu and I see that there is a cast to Sony TV. Oh wow! And a cast to Fire Stick. Option. Oh my gosh, how cool is Very that? Very cool. Uh, and I haven't tried that yet. Uh, I haven't tried it, but I it was like 12.30 in the morning, and I almost got out of bed and turned the TV on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when but you know you've had too much technology. <laughs> I, I resisted, but I'm going to wow. try that one these times because you can That's cast. That's pretty cool. TV. I'm going to have to try that now with my with my laptop and see what it will cast to around here. Cool. Yeah. Did you install anything special, Randy, or did it just show up? It showed up, and I have wow. an idea. I could be wrong, but I have an idea that it, it senses things on your network. Okay, yeah. Ah. It's all so interesting living in this in this time and this age. I think it's just great. Speaking of casting too, I um Apple did talk about their new AirPlay 2 protocol, which is supposed to uh if you have multiple speakers around your house, it will know how to intelligently figure out where to play and and you know, keep volumes appropriate or something like that. I, oh, I thought it was good. kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, good, because I never could quite get AirPlay to work the way I wanted it to. Oh, okay. And I don't have any Air, AirPlay uh, supported devices, and I doubt that I ever will now that I have a Sonos product. But well, you mm-hmm. could you could still spend just that little bit more money and get an Apple TV, or that's right. <laughs> losing the connection, losing the connection. <laughs> oh, what? What? Why? Oh, he went back in to get more pork rinds. Wait oh, that's a minute. It. <laughs> well, you see, here's the thing. I I thought you know I'd do the best of both worlds and get the Fire Stick because it's a lot, it's it's uh, less way less expensive at thirty nine dollars, mm-hmm. and we're we're on the verge of maybe seeing a fifth generation of Apple. Are we? Maybe you think? Perhaps. Maybe, maybe I totally missed anything about the TV actually in this particular keynote. You know, I thought about it because on QVC they had a six payment of thirty nine dollars for the. Uh, 
for the Apple TV, the, mm-hmm. fifth, the fourth generation, the fourth, fourth, fourth generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, well, I, I still have a third generation that I've got to change the uh, Wi-Fi on. Ah. So I hadn't turned it on in a while, and I realized, oops, we've changed. So routers. that's an older <laughs> generation. That's a generation back. Yeah. You know, uh, you can what get only Howdy Doody and Mickey Mouse. Uh, pretty much, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, you know, um, um, anything past 1980, it kind of yeah. stops at. So. <laughs> And then you have to have, you know, the remote control pointed just the right way with a little bit of aluminum foil. So <laughs> Interesting. for all of you who remember having to do that, um, we're all old now. <laughs> yes. We're officially old. Well, that. two of us are. Um, I'm trying to remember. I know they talked about um, iOS 11 as well. Um, and there were some exciting changes there but i don't know if they were mostly under the hood you know in terms of optimization or if there was some actual features i don't know if any of you remember one of the things that everybody is hoping for is the new file management system yes yes right now it's only available on the ipads everybody is crossing fingers hoping that comes to the iphone Mm -hmm. so tell us what does that mean to us as uh, iphone users Well, it means that you will be able to have a place where you can see all of your files, including those that are in Dropbox or any other place that they might be stored. um, And you can manipulate them. You know, you can move them, you can open them, you can do whatever. And apparently, from what I hear, uh, if you say have, oh, let's say a copy of this particular show, it's up in the main menu folder in Dropbox, you see it in your file manager with all your other files, you can just double tap on it, voila, it's going to open up Dropbox and, and open that file. Now, does that mean you can do that with music and stuff too then, I wonder? Apparently, if the files are on your device, and I'm not sure that the connection between the cloud, you know, your iCloud, what's stored up there and Mm -hmm. what's stored on your device, um, because right now iCloud Drive sort of does that, sort of. Mm -hmm. Now, it won't open it in a specific app, I don't believe, um, unless you bring up the share sheet and things like that. But, you know, if you've got a file up there, um, you can open it from there, but I think there are some restrictions. But just being able to look at the files you've got, manipulate them, um, you know, put things onto your phone much more easily, um, mm. that would be huge. I guess they're describing it as like a finder for the iPhone. Mm. So, nice. if, you know, if you use Finder on the Mac, um, this is going to be like a Finder for the iPhone, which will be fantastic. I'm, I'm really, that's the thing in iOS 11 that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And oh, there's the going to be more 3D touch. So Cool. Yay. Now, oh, now yes, the neatest yeah. thing I think in iOS 10 was to be able to move files from place to yes. place and folders. And that's, I think that yes. of all the features, that has to be my favorite. Yes. Oh, like and moving the apps on the home screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we are hoping that the file manager is going to work. Everybody that I've talked to about this is hoping it's going to work similarly to Mm -hmm. um, being able to move and manipulate folders on your home screen. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that is so elegant with voiceover. Oh, my gosh. And that would be huge if they could do Mm -hmm. that. I was talking to an Apple tech um, a couple of months ago. There was something that I wanted to know. And. So I shared my screen with him, and he, like he said, "Wow, you you're working with Voiceover." And well, later I found out that this was not a tech uh, guy that worked with Voiceover. Uh, it was 
just an an Apple eight, not just, but it was an Apple agent that mm-hmm. was not working with voiceover. And I didn't know it. I, I got the wrong department. Oh. And he goes, you're using voiceover and your screen looks like that. And, and I go, yeah, is there something wrong? He goes, no, you, you have a beautiful screen. Everything's nice and arranged. And oh. everything. And, and he says that, uh, you know, everything was nice and tucked away in folders and everything. But I was really quite happy with that. It, it is so cool to be able to arrange stuff. I have this obsession that I have to have all of my apps and folders on one screen. I don't like to have more than one screen to have to flick through to find something, mm. uh, which is really silly because the way I usually open apps is either with Siri or I use handwriting and I go down the alphabet, you know, and write out the name of the app, which is, you know, it, so uh, I contradict myself at every turn, but <laughs> I just have this thing that I want them all on that second page. Yeah, so. I tried drawing on my screen and, and just said, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, I'd like to be able to use that feature, but truth be known, I, I'm not uh, good with handwriting, so I don't there use was, that, but I can see where it would be, you know, cool. Yeah, they were, there was a program, and I don't know if they ever updated yeah, it for I, iOS 10, and it was a great, I used that to make sure that I was doing it correctly, because I remember being able to print letters and things like that, um, but I wanted to make sure that I was doing it, and it gave you hints on how to do the different strokes for the letters that made them easier to do, and I want to say it was called Do It Right, um, W-R-I-T-E, mm, and I'm pretty sure that one has never been updated um, but it was a fantastic program in the day and um, that's the other thing folks your um, some of your apps are gonna sunset here soon mm-hmm. so if you have something that you really really like and it hasn't been updated um, what is it uh, past iOS 8 they have to be updated uh, iOS 8 or greater I think might even be iOS 9 or greater Um, or they're going to disappear from the App Store. I think they're doing that now. And you can actually check in your settings. There is a place to find out if you have apps on your phone that that meet those criteria that haven't been updated in a while. Mm. And And it'll also tell you if you open one, if it works or won't. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. yeah. And that's a little scary for me. One of my favorite apps is giving me warnings like that. It's the Radium app. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's called Radium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My radio wow. app of choice for the for the most part, anyway. Yeah. Well, so what is your uh, before we close? There's two things I'd like to mention. Uh, first of all, I kind of like to talk about what apps everybody really loves now. Uh, just you know, a brief uh, second to to do as a time filler, but just to make people aware, um, one of my favorite apps is uh, Parcel Track. I love that app. Ooh, yes. Yes. It's so great. You can just forward the email over to their servers and it lets you know instantly what's happening with tracking a package. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I won't be able to use it anymore because I'm not buying anything anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? What are your favorite apps out there? Like I said, Radium is, is one that I use often. Um, Prismo Go. I love Prismo love Go. Oh my gosh. I really like that one. Um, mm-hmm. a, an oldie but a goodie, light detector. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I find myself using that a lot. And then the day-night app, surprisingly. I don't know if you guys have installed that. It's so cool. It uh, All it does, well, and the the developer is saying there's going to be an update to it soon. It's going to have some new features to Mm -hmm. it, which I think will be interesting. But it gives you local uh, sunrise sunset times, and it'll do a little chime. And it'll say, you know, it's sunset. It is now night. 
which, you know, we all, well, we may not all know, but, you know, sunset doesn't mean dark, but mm. it means getting darker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you can get that same information from Siri, but this is a little alarm. You set it and forget it. And yeah, it's I like that. pretty I neat. That's also in weather gods. It doesn't, it, it, it lets you know when sunset and oh, sunrise cool. happen. Mm. Oh, and, cool. Uh, yeah, they just implemented sunset. And uh, so I've got that turned on. So that alerts me. Uh, I love weather gods, too. I, I guess one last thing that I'd like to talk about, and I don't know if you guys heard about this, but for those wanting Amazon Prime, uh, you can, um, I guess the program is going to be start, starting in sometime in 2018, but you can get a sample of uh, Prime if you are a, a um, ABT card user for lower income families. Oh. Uh, you, you can actually get Amazon for, f I think it's, uh, don't quote me on the exact price, but I think it's like 569 or 560 or something like that per month for Amazon Prime, as long as you show eligible proof. See, folks, this is what happens at this point in the barbecue, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Too many pork rinds, and the logic just goes out the window. There you go. Well, he's got to wash those pork rinds down with something. something yes, we're yeah. not going to talk about that, but mm. <laughs> that is um, awesome, though. Yeah, because, the ABT card. Um, oh, my gosh. I mean, Amazon Prime has saved me so much money. We have a family mm -hmm. membership, and I, the things that you can buy, and it, everybody who's in a Two blind person household will understand this cat litter. It is so hard to drag cat litter on the paratransit van or the bus from the store. And so just being able to order it. Now we have, you know, gotten an Uber and gone up and gotten the oh, yeah. stuff. But mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it's just so much easier. It shows up at the door and life is good. Like my uh, pork rinds, they just come to me and I don't have to. There struggle. you go. <laughs> <laughs> that giant barrel of pork rinds. Mm. But yeah, it's really cool. I love Amazon Prime. Well, guys, um, I think I smell something burning. Uh-oh. Uh Before oh. you catch it, I just had one additional <gasps> component. Um, okay. From the Apple keynote, there was also talk of new iMacs, which sounded really <gasps> interesting. And it yes. sounds like instead of having this separate form factor for the Pro model, like they had the Mac Pro before, it sounds mm -hmm. like they're starting to move that right into the um, iMac uh, design and I find that pretty interesting although it is a bit, bit above my price range at this point yeah but, I looked um, at the price and cried <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, it sounds like you know 8 12 cores 20 cores or wh oh. whatever it was I don't remember but um, mm -hmm. all sorts of cool stuff built right into an iMac uh, body type machine that, that, so. that burning smell is my wallet oh yes <laughs> <laughs> Kent has dropped it onto the grill just to make sure that all the credit cards melt. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my. <laughs> well, this has been fun, gang. We're going to be having some fun stuff coming up, um, TV, all kinds of things coming up for the convention. So stay tuned to Main Menu. Randy, take us out with the pork rinds. How did you know? Mm, it's all good. Mm. <laughs> mm. Next up, here's Janine Stanley with a product review. Hi everyone, this is Janine from Main Menu and I am going to give you a little review here of the Hook Audio Verse headset and binaural microphones. 
this is a fairly new device that a lot of us have been waiting for to see how it's going to affect our recordings and things like that. And I just thought that I would tell you a little bit about the device. So the Hookverse is a pair of in-the-ear headphones. And I'll describe the rig and then what you get in the actual package when you purchase the headphones. But the rig itself is basically an in-ear headphone with a binaural microphone that sits when they're plugged into your ears right on the outside of each of your ears so that if they're fitting correctly and in your ears correctly uh, the microphones are going to record in binaural sound um, to mimic what you're actually hearing in the environment and if you are listening to this with stereo headphones on, you may be able to hear over my right shoulder inside my house, we have workmen uh, putting in a wood floor, so there's lots of hammering. Over on my left, we have birds, etc. And so if you actually take these into an environment like say walking in the woods or walking near traffic, it's gonna really sound like there is traffic there. Now the rig itself, for the headset is probably the weakest part, in my opinion, of this device. I am not a super audiophile, so I'm not gonna be able to give you a lot of super audio details, and this is not probably the most effective or the best uh, setup for recording binaural audio. I'm sure there are many more expensive options that will give you binaural audio, but for the price, these actually do quite well. So the hook verse, we have the headphone part that goes in your ear, and that's a standard. It has six different tips that you can try. There are two different styles of tip to go in your ears, and you should hopefully, unless you're me, be able to find a good fit with all of these tips. So you have the piece that goes in your ear with the microphone sitting on the outside. The microphones have small uh, covers for windscreens and those are wonderful put those on I encourage you to do that it really makes a difference in your recordings then there is a little wire that goes up from this piece that goes in your ear and it hooks onto the plastic stem at the back and the plastic stems are probably about half an inch wide at their widest point toward the very end of the stem um, this wire actually turns between the earpiece and the stem, and that turns so that you can position the microphones better on your head, in your ears, etc. The headphones are hooked together with a wire that goes around the back of your neck or around the back of your head. In my opinion, this is probably the weakest piece of the whole gear. When they come loose, they do tend to fall out and flop around. I realize they did this so that it's easy to fit a lot of people and a lot of situations if you happen to put these on your hat or something like that, but it really is kind of difficult to fit them if you have a, a small head or small ears. These are really kind of hard to fit. Uh, I've, I'm not crazy about the form factor. Now, the left earpiece with the stem that goes around the back of your ear, uh, that has nothing on it. It's just a plastic stem. And I see what they tried to do. The stems are rather large. Um, they're not gigantic. They don't look like wings or anything, but they do look like big fat uh, ends to your sunglasses that would go behind your ear. Those are made for balance, actually, when you have the device fitting correctly. And they do curve in a little bit so you can tell the left side from the right side if you just grab the headphones. 
the right stem actually has the on-off button and also when you're playing music, uh, that single button will stop and start. It will allow you to answer phone calls and things like that because this is a regular Bluetooth headset. It is not a super high quality Bluetooth headset. I would not recommend, you know, uh, listening to music or making phone calls on it necessarily, but it's there in a pinch if you need the Bluetooth headset capability. There's also a charging port on the right uh, stem, ear stem, and this does charge with a standard USB cable, so you can charge it via USB. It holds a charge fairly long too, surprisingly enough. And then there's also a tiny little reset button that's one of the paperclip buttons. So you uh, trigger that with a paperclip or some other small sharp device and hold that in to reset the headphones should you have trouble connecting or anything like that. So that's the headset piece. Now, the other piece of the Hook Audio gear that makes this really different and very cool actually is the app. And the Hook Audio app, you can actually use this app as a standalone app. I'm not sure why you would want to, but you could actually do that with either another microphone or uh, you know just the microphone on your phone, things like that. So the Hook Audio app just got a big update. And initially the app was accessible with some tricks. Now it is completely accessible. It's a very nice app. And basically it has a volume control that you can manipulate either with a two finger uh, tap and hold and then slide up and down or a flick gesture in like a picker item kind of screen. It also has a gallery where you can replay and export your creations. Um, it has some accessibility settings. If you go into the settings menu, you have accessibility settings in there and it will give you tips and tricks for working with the app and the headset. You want to do something really counterintuitive with this app. If you're gonna use the hook verse with it, you want to turn your microphone off in the app. And you'll get all kinds of warning messages saying, you know, enable your microphone, but don't do that. And here's why. The really neat thing about the hook app is that you can record through the headset mic without taking the focus off of your phone and voiceover. A lot of other apps, when they turn on the internal microphone in your phone will turn off voiceover. Well, this app does not do that, um, which is really cool because as you can see, Stop recording button. I'm in the Hook Verse app. Now I can also go out of the app. Actions, audio bus two. Just press record, bus John. And that's my recorders folder. I can do all sorts of things here. Let's go back Just into, audio bus two. Audio. we'll go back into the app. I believe, and I haven't verified this yet, but I can actually uh, use the system microphone in my phone, the internal one, while I'm using the Hook Audio app. We're going to try that a bit later with some things, but uh, I think that's possible, which is not possible at this point without at least two or three different apps running. So this is kind of the magic of the Hook Audio app and will be great for demoing, you know, the phone, etc. So. That's the Hook Audio app and the Hook Verse headset. Is it worth the $150 plus? You decide if you like to record and make some really nice recordings on the go. You can set the microphone level. I will say it is very difficult though to hear through the headset the correct microphone level. 
So I found that rather hard. What I ended up doing was doing the recordings and then adjusting the mic level accordingly once I heard the recording. So I didn't find it very easy to be able to hear to adjust on the fly. However, it can make some really stunning recordings. When you listen back to your recordings, you wanna do that with a better set of headphones than the ones in the hook verse. The hook verse also comes with, it comes in this very nice little case. And in the little case, we have not only one side is where you can put the headphones in and it's very nice. It actually, you don't just throw them in there. It's got a little, uh, little indented areas for the head pieces. Then we also have its USB charging cable here. And we have a, <laughs> an interestingly designed, this is one of those, I think they call it a spin cable. On one end, we have the USB port, which goes into your hook audio. Then there is a round uh, spool. And from that spool, you have two different plugs. And this is if you're using the Verse headset with another device that is not either not Bluetooth enabled or that you want to use this as an external microphone with like say a Victor Reader Stream, an Olympus recorder or something like that. So we have a 3.5 millimeter jack here and we also have a USB jack for plugging into even a video camera, even a camera uh, that does video, etc. You can plug that in. So it's pretty versatile in terms of all of your recording devices that you can use it with. It's not just an iPhone device. And here's my little bag of ear tips, which I'm going to squeeze back in there. And that is the Hook Audio Verse headset. If you would like more information about the headset, including pricing, you can go to Hook Audio, that's H-O-O-K-E-A-U-D-I-O.com. You can also look up the Hook Audio app in the App Store for iOS. Sorry, not sure if it's available on Android, but the app is Hook Audio, H-O-O-K-E-A-U-D-I-O. This has been Janine in her lovely backyard on a beautiful summer morning with the Hook Verse. Before we wrap up here, there's an announcement just in. ACB and ADP are proud to announce with Amazon Video the availability of audio description for movies and shows. You can find the list of all the available titles at amazon.com slash video slash audio description. Also, I forgot to include the fact that in the WWDC, Apple announced that Amazon Prime Video is coming to Apple TV. That is great news. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It can be heard every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern and repeating every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can listen by pointing any internet-connected device to acbradio.org slash mainstream, grab it as a podcast, listen using ACB link for iOS, or call 605-475-8130 at airtime. Have you been thinking of submitting a product or software review? Let us know by emailing mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can send us a tweet also at mainmenu. We hope you enjoyed this week's program, and we'll be back next week.